Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Lip syncing. I look forward to seeing your hometown. Uh, uh, Varnox, this is my teacher, uh, uh, Ms. Rabble Bible. Ah. Ms. Rabble Bible, nice to meet you. You, uh, educated quite a pupil, from what I know. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, mm. yeah, yes, come, come in. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, let's talk. She leads you down into the village and to the school. And up here is where we keep, uh, our Grancises. Grancises? Yeah, multiple. Plural? Yeah, that's Ma- where... Many Grancis. Many Grancis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Say Grancis is uh, Grancis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's where they all end up. What? Why? Uh, well, because uh, we found Grancis is... Uh, they are uh, travelers, uh, and we uh, like to keep them all in one place uh, because they are dangerous to, well, Orcus. You know, I never thought that it would be like this. It's different. Yeah. No, I'll take your weapon, please. Oh, no, I, you know what? It means so much to me. And here in Abyss, I, I cannot use it, yes? Ah, true. In you go. She goes in. You are lost in this conscious state. You go, you're like pulled into yourself at this moment. And you're standing in this black, empty space. The walls around you are gone. You don't have your weapons. You are alone. Everything goes silent. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Tom Lair. Yeah, that's me. He, him. I am playing uh, Flint or Bort, or maybe a combo of both. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, And they both go by he, him as well. And Amy Moore. Well, that just threw me for a loop. That's me. I'm playing Thea Amastasia, she, her, and Night Hunter, who is she, they, and I am she, her, and I am curious about what Tom just said. Tom doesn't know what's going on. Or does he? Carla Maxted. I trust nothing. <laughs> I trust nothing. Uh, she, her, playing lip syncy. Pip Diggins, also she, her. Also trusts nothing. <laughs> and Kyle Glassett. That's me, him, he, him, losing his religion in the corner as Varanox. And also he, him. Glad to be back. Always. Well, it's not bad. Why wouldn't it's you be back? You haven't You're a regular, regular cast, cast You never That's left. That's right. That's right. I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> we edited I'll cut it. it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh, lovely to have you all here. I can't wait for uh, this. We Before we started recording, I did point out that uh, this is the last page in my season two book for notes. So. Yep. Yeah, so things are not going to go I'm not starting great. a new book for this one, anybody, everybody. Impressive. He's got like that one blank page that you see at the end of a yeah, lined right. notebook. So, so right. we've so got a little bit of wiggle so room, but not. I've got, yeah, one, two, and then the back panel. So three potential writing spaces. Right. So oh, that... and, and a quarter of that page. So like. Oh, that'll be. Are we talking eight up. and a half by 11 or yeah, like just it, a steno no, pad? Like or what do you like got? Eight by, eight by six. Yeah. 10 by six. Okay. No. Eight by four? No. Cut eight by six. Let's go eight by six. Maybe nine sure. and a half by six. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Welcome to our new podcast, Measuring Notebooks, uh, where we don't <laughs> just have not a even ruler. measuring. No. It's a two part series where one part we guess, we all make an educated guess, argue yeah. about it, and then the next part we actually get a ruler or a measuring tape and find I out. Mine just guess. says on the front of my book. Yeah, I so. would say our guesses would not even be very educated. <laughs> no, probably not. Because <laughs> I wouldn't even show you the book. And then no, you'd yeah, to, you'll yeah. just say, it's a notebook. And we'll go, ooh. This is the color. This <laughs> is the smell. Uh, where you can get 
uh, all of those things, if we do them, is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Uh, where when you are a patron, you also get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Garrett Taylor. Thanks, Thank you. Garrett. Garrett. Thanks, Garrett. You're awesome. Too cool. Uh, you can put in your guesses for how big this notebook is. Uh, Please let us know. In our Discord. Uh, we will take any guesses and then let you know if I haven't. It's going to be it out real weird when people start putting guesses I in know. there and I go, what? And we're like, what's going to be in the future? And we're not going to remember <laughs> so at all. And it's going to be February, great. probably February. February. So just put it in yeah. your calendars to be ready it's for. It's not even December, y'all. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, we're totally recording this right before it comes out. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peek behind the curtain. All right. Thanks, Garrett. Fuck it. Let's play. Yeah. We hear the sound of three subsequent thuds that hit the ground after Thea, Bort, and Guacamole finish their descent from the hole that they were just sucked into, having been led there by Jared. Everything is completely dark around you. There's this echoing hum that you hear, and a shining spotlight beams down upon the two of you. And Thea, you look across to where you expect to see the body of a dragon-scaled flint and see a blue-scaled dragonborn that you recognize as the physical body of Bort. No one told me there was going to be a costume change. It's all about the reveal, honey. Thea doesn't laugh at that. What? I mean, how? It's news to me, too. Well, I mean, I... it makes me somehow less mad at you, but only slightly. Okay, I can work with that. More so confused... Yep, that's two of us. Is a spotlight maybe like shines and shows your inner self? I mean, I have as much knowledge as you do of the situation. Thea looks down at herself just to be like, still me? Are we still shackled? Were you shackled before? No. <laughs> yes, you're still shackled. <laughs> Wait, yeah. yeah, forget I said that. <laughs> uh, well, Thea goes over and, like, makes sure Guac's okay. I assume she probably kind of flapped herself down. I don't think a bird can naturally fall from a distance and not. It's a shackle, though. It's legs, sure. Wings? You shackle a bird's... All right, yes. you know what? Maybe it is. I don't know. I only picture feet like yeah. in the animated Robin Hood yes. where there's like <laughs> sure yep not not the wings but every time yeah. oh god it's so good guys she's got a concussion well it's because I don't know how mad I am at Bort right now and how to properly express myself I know I threw you into it I know so how do we get out of here well, you somehow figured out how to, like, totally get into somebody else's body. So do you have any ideas of how we get out of here? Well, I mean, I didn't... I was put there. I didn't figure it out. You were, like, invited. You were, like, a rude guest who wouldn't leave. I left for a while. Did you? Well, I mean, as much as I could, Yeah. I just don't think it's really fair that, you know, Flint, it's, I don't want to say like a parasite, but like, you know, when a parasite lives in a host and lives off of that host and is able to thrive and just like be lucky to be alive because of that host, but then takes over and kills the host. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I don't think it's a fair characterization of what happened, but I'll play along with the metaphor. I mean, only the strong survive. What can I say? Whoa. There's a flashing red light. See, you said something wrong. And a blaring horn 
that echoes out. What kind of horn? Boing, boing, boing. Like. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds. It sounds like a guttural, echoing belch. And then the light goes off and the horn goes out. You're still standing in the spotlight. Do you ever sometimes feel like you're in the middle of a game you don't know how to play? I mean, yeah, that's kind of been my whole thing lately. Hmm. Why don't you step outside the uh, the spotlight for a sec? Is this a magic light showing me what's truly inside of Flint? Can I get out of the spotlight, Ross? Do you attempt to get out of the spotlight, Tom? Don't fucking DM uh, him I'll right like, now. Yeah, I'll start to like move towards, maybe put a hand in out of the spotlight first, see what happens. Bort goes and puts his hand outside of the spotlight, and you lose all visibility. You can still feel your feel your appendage, but you can't see anything beyond where the light ends. Still have your arm there? I mean, feels like it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I'll bring it back in. Pull it back into the light. It looks as it it looks the same as it went out. Okay. Got some good magical darkness going on here. I'd stick my head out, but frankly, I was worried something was gonna come and like shing, slice off your arm or something, so Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Oh, me neither. We cut to Little Leaf. Carla, describe me Hesus's Majorium. <laughs> I like it. I think in opposition to what I would like, what Carla would normally picture, uh, which would be like lots of vials and candles and just sort of chaos, it is not that. We're talking like sleek Scandinavian minimalism. You wouldn't even know it was a majorium. Does she know Arvid? Because I feel like that kind of clinical sleekness we've seen before. I hadn't thought of that, but I mean, maybe. Arvid's been around, I'm sure. I mean, we all know Arvid's been around. Well, I mean. Arvid's certainly <laughs> been around. So, yeah, it's it's very much like more fancy doctor's waiting room than hodgepodge of esoterica. Love it. Uh, we see Lipsinki and Varnox standing behind uh, a... A short-robed, very clean-cut gnome. She's very carefully mixing ingredients into a vial. And she pauses for a moment, turns around, and says, "Um, Varnox, um, if I could be so kind as to, well, could... Could, could I have a, a scale? Certainly, if it helps us achieve what we need to. Uh, and I just pull out a little dagger and just kind of nick one off. Hand it over. Oh, nope. Is that, is that, is that hurt? Uh, a, a little bit, but oh. in comparison to recent events, not so much. Of course, of course. Uh, well, maybe perhaps we will... Uh, uh, assist in that, although you seem to be doing okay. No, no blood, okay. As she turns mm. the rack around and... Uh, and puts it into a, a very small mortar and pestle and grinds it up uh, and adds it into uh, the beaker and it begins to uh, bubble uh, up to the brim and then settles back down in this uh, iridescent orange color. Well, uh, we've got, uh, we need to get you back to the abyss. Um, is... Correct. What, what have you done so far? What, what did you just do there? Well, we've we've created a bit of a uh, a break between the barriers between our reality and the reality of the abyss. 
Okay. We will use this to open a gateway, a doorway, if you will. You will have to consume it. I know that's a little bit auto-cannibalistic at this point. I should have told you that first, perhaps. Uh, but again, for the better good, to get you back to where you need to go. Um, the only issue is, as you have perhaps not iterated yet, is where and where you're going. Do we have a way to... Well, attune you, an item that lives, that comes from there. Maybe, uh, my arm is there, but I wouldn't want to appear where my arm is currently. I don't think that would be wise. Um, the arm that you're missing. Yes. yes. Of course. Yes. yes. Um, there I, is a person I can think of that might be easiest to pinpoint. Uh, mainly because as far as I know and as far as I've heard, there's an infinite amount of this one person currently on Thanatos. And they're a very powerful wizard. Really? An imp what do you mean to say when you say infinite amount of a single person? Imagine, if you will, someone's timeline being fractured into an infinite amount of parts, all of them being contained within one torturous cell for eternity. Uh, save for one shard who's been out and about and doing their own thing. But that's neither here nor there. As far as I know, they all exist on this uh, on the plane of Thanatos. So um, I've actually prepared... Uh, Prepare to spell where I can reach out to this person. It may may drive me a little bit a little bit mad if things go wrong, but oh. perhaps that could create the connection to at least the one that I know of, the one that I've encountered. This is this is this is this is enlightening. And has a, just 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 a moment. I need to capture some of this. She turns around. She begins uh, scrawling into her uh, into her notebook. Uh, she's on the last page of that notebook. It's, ah, well, I'll get everything I can down about this. Uh, uh, to fracture a being across different time streams, though, that would create some sort of paradox in and upon itself. So while that sounds like a torturous event, it actually sounds like it's containing something that could be very catastrophic. It's true. It's very much, uh, yes, a box of sorts that we don't really want to open the lid. Um, but okay. I feel the alternative at this point, knowing what I've been told from Lipsinki, uh, I'd be willing to take the gamble. Okay. Uh, well. Well, Lips, uh, Lipsinki, I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, do you think... I mean, I think... I know Grancis is about as well as you do, I feel. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it's actually probably a great idea because I know, you know, in the future when you and I were together, I mean, we were making... At sometimes we were making, I don't know, like 10, 20 kind of new Grancis's mm -hmm. a week. Like we just... He, he was kind of a everyone's favorite, you know... To torture, really fun. Which yes. seems 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 weird to say in front of you, as <laughs> so. Just maybe forget I, I said that I came yeah. back in time to save the world. So let's let's focus on that. Bygones and be bygones. Also all yes. the present. It, 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 yes. Yeah. 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 We've so, made, all made choices. We've all done things. Yes. We yes, live yes. to tell the tale. I will. I will regale you with. I I can't all wait to come types. back after we finish saving the world yeah. and find out kind of exactly what you're. Mm -hmm. The epilogue about. on Hesus is going to be lengthy. She yeah. has a tattoo that she really regrets. <laughs> uh, well, uh, without uh, without that anchor or or a or a way to peer in, like this will this will get you there. Okay, as you have been there, you are an anchor in and of yourself, but you have been many places in the abyss. So the, there's no exact location. But if your spell that you have prepared uh, works to perhaps view into or listen into, mm. uh, we could be able to, for a brief moment, 
tap into that? Well, as far as I know, if things go well, then I'll be able to mentally reach out to them across planes for about a minute. Do you think that would buy us time? I... Yes, give me a give me a moment to uh, to prepare a few things. Uh, I w- I will be right back. I just have to go get get a couple more things from the stores. Very well. Sh- hops down off of a stool and zips through a back door. It whistles as it closes. <laughs> <laughs> now I know we have more important things to discuss, but what do you think she meant? It sounded like Hesus has done something, or mm. uh. I mean, I'm going to guess secret agent. Yeah, I could see that. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I don't know, but it just seems fun. For for a person of, you know, no offense, but for a person in this town, being able to send people across planes seems rather strange, personally. I wouldn't expect that, but... Uh... Yeah, I mean, she, she was always here when I was growing up, so I didn't think much of it, but I mean, yeah, it's... That's pretty wild, right? That just in our tiny little village, there's such a powerful mage. So, mm. I mean, God, we need to save the world because I really want to come back here and find out what she's all about. Agreed. Because it, now it seems like somebody that powerful coming to a place like this is hiding from something or someone. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, the door whistles back open. She comes back up and says, well, we've got a bit of a uh, hair of a unicorn here. We've, uh, uh, the scroll here should tell me exactly how to mix this in uh, exactly the right time. And um, whenever you're ready. Varnox sits down and he begins to just start chanting, switching between abyssal, common, and draconic, just and every once in a while when it comes around to common, you hear Grancis mentioned. Uh, but eventually his eyes start to kind of turn this like deep purple with swirling black. And I'm going to make my intelligence save. And God, I hope I beat the DC. Let's see. What spell is it we're doing? None your business. Okay. <laughs> I am doing contact other plane. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Grancis chat. Grancis yeah. Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. However, I got a 7 on my intelligence saving throw, and the DC is 15, which means I take 66 psychic damage. Wowza. Well, good thing um, you got a buff of 200, hey? Yeah, yeah. So I take 22, <laughs> and uh, I am insane until I finish a long rest. Yeah. Uh, does so, it still work? Oh, or I really hope Hesus like put some it, vitamin C it, or something. It doesn't. Bed. It doesn't say it doesn't work. Uh, I would think the fact that it did work is why it broke. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But on a successful save, I can ask up to five questions. So like, it doesn't say that it doesn't work. So um, no, I think yeah. it still works. Like connection is made, but you just yeah. aren't allowed to ask questions. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So. The connection is made, and you just hear you hear Varanox just kind of sitting there, Grancis, uh, Thanatos, and just kind of mumbling to himself, like looking wide eye at things that don't exist. Night Hunter, you're standing in this void space. The bars around you, every time you try to move towards them, feel like you're never getting close to them to grab them. You hear the sound of a soft, very familiar voice behind you. You turn... And Elia is standing at 15 yards away from you. Elia, just like I cannot get close to bars. They keep moving. You keep moving. I see that. They're just, they're sort of, um, I mean, you're not in a great place. Well, of course I'm not in a great place. But you are here now, so that is good. Do I really have to go anywhere? What do I have to do? Oh, I mean... Yes, true. I mean, you were, um, I, I think on a bit of a mission to save the world, but if you're happy just to 
Well, you Stay know, I was the... not only one. I think I'm here with many people. Um, but I, uh, I've been in cell for... I don't know. A few minutes, a few days. Um, I, I, I hear uh, no one else. Um, how is home? Did you guys defeat Orcas back on the beach? Oh, um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Did Opal finally get other cats out of woods? Oh, <laughs> well, um, for some reason I can't remember, but I'm almost certain it probably took a while. You know what they're like. I'm not sure what to do here, Ilya. I would admit to you, I would never say that to anybody else. But to you, uh, I am i am not sure. I cannot uh, reach bars. Uh, part of me does not even want to anymore. Because now you are here. So, where do I have to go? Have you tried calling f- for help? I'm... It's so nice to be with you, but it would be nice to be somewhere a little bit nicer. Yes, this is We can get out of... Well, I suppose I could. Uh, It is just, you know, you know me. I do not like, I do not like to ask for help, uh, but... Oh, I wasn't suggesting you actually say help. I know, of course you would never... You would never do that. Um, I was thinking more, um, you know, shouting sort of one of those, like a command, but you're actually asking a question. You know how you do oh, yes. when you're... Yes, I could do that. Perhaps there are guards somewhere or... Um, you know, I am not sure what to say. I feel a little embarrassed you're watching me um, doing like this. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn around. Oh, yes. Thank you. That is better. There is a guard. I need to speak with them now. Was that good, Ilya? Was that... That was really good. That was really good. It was very demanding. People almost always listen to you because you're very intimidating. That is what I noticed. I don't travel with some people here, though. They have own ideas. I not even. I do not even want to be here. Hey. Did you hear that? Yes. Hey. Hello? Night Hunter, is that you? Hmm, maybe. Who is this? It's it's your old buddy G Dog. It's Grancis. Grancis. Yeah, look to your left. Night Hunter slowly turns her head to the left. There's a Grancis who's been hung and his spine is like protruding out of his back. Sorry, you're right. <laughs> Nander, like, stares for a moment. I feel, so what I feel like, I feel like she is in, like, a void where she can see the bars. She's in a room, but not really a room. And things are just kind of, like, appearing. You know when, like, you're watching theater and someone's standing on stage and then something shows beside them and you're like, oh, was that there the whole time? Exactly, yeah. You see, like, a gaunt, ghostly image of Grancis at a distance beyond these bars. I can, uh, we probably shouldn't have let Jared put us in here. Well, you know, it's not so bad for me. I'm talking to Ilya, so... Talking to who? There's nobody there. No, I'm talking to my wife. She is right back there, and uh, it's it's okay here. There's nobody there. It's really rude for you to say that. Ilya, do you hear what he is saying to you? Tell him no one calls him G-Dog. Nobody calls you (laughs) G-Dog. So who is lying now? Who is saying things that are not true? That's right, it is you. Yes, you have nothing to say now, do you, Ilya? He has nothing to say. I feel like I've been argument, right? I feel I've been conversation. You you definitely won the argument. Maybe ask him how um you know how we can you could get out of there or Well, I mean I could ask, but then I would not be with you, so Oh I... Uh, no, come on, remember our vows. I'm always with you in your heart, so I mean Wherever you go, I'm going to be there. So don't worry about that. Yeah, but when we make these vows, one of us did not get sucked into abyss. That was more like 
like theoretical type of things. It's true. We thought we were mostly going to be just dealing with opal problems. You turn and you look back at Francis, and he looks like he's still talking, but you can't hear anything. And he's getting further and further away from you. Then you turn and look back to Elia, and you're alone in the cell again. Elia? Elia? Grancis, what did you do with Elia? It echoes out. We cut back to Varanox, rocking back and forth. Uh, yeah, like, so there's this, there's this snapping sound, and Lipsinki and Hesus see Varanox break. He begins, he, like, folds himself up, begins rocking, and, like, the chant almost continues in a cyclical fashion after that. This doesn't look right. I mean, I don't, I haven't seen him do this particular thing, but I've certainly seen a lot of people go insane. And, um, uh, I know we're kind of on a time crunch here because he can only maintain this you know connection for a minute but could you like is there anything you could just like chuck in that Hesus is already turned around and is mixing up another uh another spell behind you like mixing components um and turning around and it's like this salve that she moves over uh to Varnox and rubs like deep into his chest like moves underneath his is it Vicks Vapor Rub? it's Vicks Vapor totally Rub that's right it's totally Vicks Vapor, totally that's Vicks 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 Vapor. Uh, you get the menthol eucalyptus smell that just courses mm. up through you Varnox mm. um, and your sinuses have never been cleaner this chanting so slows and you in your your mental break begin to have clarity again. it starts to come back she's cast greater restoration on you uh, oh, I've never cast that one before. That was something I reached out for. Uh, don't know if I will again, but I, thank you. Thank you, Hesus. Uh, Grancis, are you there? <gasps> Grancis is there. The, um, so, Grancis? Hey. Not a question? Where are you? Well, I'm in a cell. Who are you with? Uh, just, just, just me. Just me. And, and my book. My book's here. Good. Good. Can we come to where you are? Hmm. Well... If you want to be in this cell with me, you could you could come here. Yeah, yeah, sure. I heard Night Hunter come in earlier, but I haven't I haven't seen them lately. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of gonna explain it to Lip Sinky. Just like, well, I, I'm in contact. I've got a couple questions left. They're in a cell, um, but it would get us back there. What do you say? It's not like it's super well guarded or whatever down there. I mean, the whole place, you know. Oh. Wait, shit, I still have my keys. Never mind. Let's... I was going to say, do you still have a key fob? (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, let's just get in the cell. It's no problem. Easy peasy. Needle! You don't have to press that skip button. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did not see that coming. That was good. Very good. Patreon... Mansion. How are we going to rhyme with Patreon? I never do. That's the Every point. time, That's the Russ beauty always of Russ. finds like the wildest, yep. <laughs> hardest word and is like, this is this will be the last word in this yeah, game. So. Yeah. I won't even try it. He always ends sentences in orange and purple for some reason yeah. and it's yeah. just it's it's so frustrating. People can't get into that rhyming structure with you. It makes it very difficult. Anyways, let's get to the meat Did of the Did you learn business. that in improv class? I learned it somewhere, probably. <laughs> yeah, I taught it to them in improv class. How to shut a scene down 101. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no is a good way, and yep. orange. Uh, orange yep. is also a good way. 
what are we talking about? We have a live show coming up next week. I'm shaking my finger at you. He's being very yeah, emphatic. Very frightening. It's yeah. so yeah. close. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, and we want you to be there. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And guess what? 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 Starting today. Starting today. This very day. This very day. We now offer a seven-day free trial when you sign up for a $5 tier. Ooh. Ooh. You get to so. sample. Ooh. Oh, wait. Question. Question. Oh. Will people who have signed up for the free trial be able to attend the live stream? 100%. <gasps> It's Love like a it. loophole. Don't, they have to come to the loophole themselves. We don't yeah, point it out. To, I'm oh. sorry, you come to yeah. the loophole. Yeah, but you do get access, and maybe because you have so much fun, you stay to eight days. Whoa. Maybe. There's a lot of bonus content over That's there. Right. We're just about to record time, yeah. even more bonus content. Oh, it just never stops. So live show next week, and if you sign up, basically now through when the live show is, you get in for free because of that seven-day free trial. That seven-day free trial doesn't stop. Uh, we're just, that will always be available from now until they take it away from us on the Ooh. $5 tier. So new reason to go try to, to come over to Patreon and try it out just to see what you're missing, which is a whole lot of episodes. It's so much You're stuff. already over there, too. Like, this is a good way to maybe, like, get your friends to be like, yeah, no pressure, but you should fresh. come see these, these guys' live show because it's going to be nets. Oh, there's a big pause after that. I too know how to shut down a scene. <laughs> we all just were taking a moment to think like, yep. yeah, it is going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. That's be fun. I was trying to think of something that didn't rhyme with nuts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now I can only think of things that rhyme with nuts. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We hope to see you at the live show next week. And now we'll get you back to the episode. Thank you. Bye. Love Bye. you. Bye. Orange. Orange. <laughs> Orange. Orange. We'll maintain the connection. Hesus, uh, do we both need to drink it? How does this work? Uh, y- yes, yes, dear. Uh, you see her madly. And then, uh, are we gonna, uh, okay, uh, and the ichor of the, uh, the, the madness, uh, okay, the ichor of the devil's madness crown. And she squeezes this seed pod into the, um, into the vial. And it turns like this black before going back to the orange. Yes, both of you need to take a drink. As, as it, we only have a few more moments until this, mm. until your connection runs out. Uh, do it. Do it now. Yes. Cheers, Lipsinky. Cheers. Let's go save the world. Sip, sip, sip. Take a big swig, and there's a shots, 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 shots. And that this this Sorry. music in the background just <laughs> rings up, and all of the people from Little Leaf come in, and they're all just cheering you on. <laughs> all the uh, sick ones, yeah, that's yeah. right. All the sickly individuals who can barely walk have made it for the shot, shot, shot. Raising song. the roof, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's another deafening crack, and the two of you have vanished from this location. The red light glares again, and that same guttural horn echoes out, shaking your bones. You hear from somewhere in the darkness this droning moan coming from everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. We don't have our weapons on us, do we? I'm pretty sure everybody had their weapons. Yeah? Um, yeah, I don't think we took them. Okay, well, also, <laughs> magic, so... Jared's bad. Yeah, Jared's really not very good at Jared's his job. Jared's not great at his job. Thank goodness. Yeah. 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 All right, so I feel surrounded. Um, do, you have any, do you have any suggestions or... Uh, no, nothing really coming to mind other than, like, let's try and get these chains off of us. Bort pulls out the battle axe that he's got and tries to uh, to free you if he can reach you. I'm assuming he'd be able to. Well, cutting down to like your own foot would be difficult with the battle. Yeah, axe, that's true. So, yeah. Thea, though, yeah. is like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Big, like, two-handed chop down on your chains. Yeah, it swings down and echoes out and you, you look back and the chains have broken, shattered on the ground. There's a crack up through your axe, though. 
Thanks. I mean, I, I just hope it was worth it. Oh, just hope it was worth it. You have something to yep. say to me? No, just hope it was worth it. Your turn. She reaches out her hand for the axe. Yeah, hand it over. <laughs> hope you've enjoyed having both of your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to roll? I probably do have to well, roll. He's proficient. I probably uh, held an axe like four times. I don't know. Uh, yeah, roll. Give me a roll. Uh, plus strength. Okay. <laughs> oh god. So it's plus two. Roll a d20. Okay. Plus two. Yeah. No, I'm just like I'm. I'm making my intention. Mm-hmm. It's not to yeah. actually cut off his leg. <laughs> 20, not natural. You swing the axe down with your eyes open or closed? Closed. <laughs> I'm going to freak him out as much as possible. <laughs> no, you, sw- you swing the axe down. You're squinting as you do it. Mm-hmm. And right before the blade hits, you see a glimpse of a clear picture of flint before you. The axe connects and shatters the shackles. And Bort is before you again. Thanks for that. Lucky shot. I reach back out to take the axe and go work on guacamole's chains. So do you hear Flint in your head? I he's been very quiet since Well, since the thing happened. Since the backstabbing and body takeover, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be kind of mad too. I mean, again, again, I don't. wasn't really a backstabbing. We weren't given another option. I, I see. I could maybe see that from your perspective, but I, but I don't want to. Um, and she. Oh, because how long did you guys have that list of all the things you needed in order to get me a new body and put my soul in there? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Because it seemed like it was a while. I'm sorry. Did um all the interruption of like the things that happened on the way to the world ending interrupt you getting your body back? Uh, Very much so, yes. Oh, well, I'm very sorry. It was like one of the things you guys had from like so long ago. Listen, you should have taken that up with Flint. I did. Well, now what are you going to do? Are you going to go through the list of things in order to find Flint a body? I mean, I I don't know if he's still with us. What? As I said, very, very quiet since the thing. I feel like there's an asterisk like in comic books. It's like, Dungeons fans, remember back in season one, episode 14, <laughs> when Bort had his head chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, good Lord. I don't think I'm ever not going to be mad at you, but I think that um, us fighting likely isn't helping our situation. Please don't cut my bird. Okay, Okay. yeah. No, I wasn't gonna. Uh, axe swings down over the chains and they snap free. Is this axe hoop now, Russ? Is it, is it garbage? Every hit is taking another chunk out of it, as it appears to you. Got it. It could maybe have like one more hit in it, though? Yeah. I mean, right. an axe, even if you turn it around, is a blunt force weapon. It doesn't have to be sharp to do the job. And even at the end, you gotta stick. <laughs> yep. All right. We're free. There's definitely something out there. Do you think when the red light goes on, we could see in the dark? Just throw an theory out there. How big is the circle of light that we're seeing? 30 feet across. I mean, it's worth a shot. So Thea wants to wait until the light comes on. And stick her hand out to see if she can see it. The M. Bort are standing near the edge of the spotlight. The sound of the groaning is getting closer. And the light goes again. And the horn sounds. And there's this screeching noise. This new screeching noise that comes with it. Thea moves to put her hand out beyond the spotlight. And we cut to a prison cell. Grantis is seen. He's 
looking in his book. He's squinting in the dark, trying to just kind of pilfering through the pages. There's this echoing crack of sound and displacement of dust and debris as Varnox and Lipsinki, who you're now like thrown by the travel. Nauseous would be uh, kind in this manner. This was not a easy portal as Squeaky McLeberson has created for you. Oh, that was not normal. That was... Yeah, that was... It was bad. Ooh. I don't taste wow, good. Wow, I don't... No, that was not... What if... How about we just save the world real just quick and then stop coming back save here? Save the world and leave forever. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. <laughs> hey. Oh, thank <clears throat> fucking God you're here. <laughs> oh. Whoa, whoa. Grantis. That was the first time anybody said that. Well... It's not because of you being here. It means that we did oh things God. right. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I'm be... still glad to see you, Grancis. I'm glad um, to see you too, Varnox. It's... We're... How, how are you? Are you okay? Are you... I mean, aside from the whole um, prison thing, you're alive. Is everybody else alive? Like, catch us up. Look to your left. Okay. You see a Grancis who's been like splayed out across the floor. Oh God! Yeah, what? Look Come to on. Your right. Okay. Yeah. There's a Grancis that's sleeping in a cot. Oh. oh they need to get well, on. I it. mean. I mean. Yeah. Good for that Grancis. Yes, okay. I'm happy that that Grancis is not hey. on the rack. So, I guess. Oh. So, uh, so Grancis is fine. We've established. Doing, you know, doing pretty good. Uh, you, how, you two know the inner workings. How do you get out of here? Oh, I had like a goblin this? help oh. me the last time. Uh, oh, you, you're talking about Terry. Oh, oh. no. Was it no. a different goblin? It was a different goblin. It was Flamekin. She broke in. It was a <gasps> ghostly spirit. She got me out. It's how I got out the first time. Uh, oh. through, through all the things that, you know, just walked right on out. It was easy peasy. Mm. Uh, not sure how you didn't see that one coming. I don't know either, Grancis, but it's neither here nor there. We are, uh, there's an easy way of getting out of here that doesn't require a goblin. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good, 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 good. It's called a key. Oh, you got a key. Extended leash key. Oh, hey, that doesn't, that, that looks funny. Yeah. What's funny about it? Well, it looks like a spoon. It's just kind of like a spoon because it serves up freedom. Let's go. And I, <laughs> I use the spoon to open the fucking gate. <laughs> Can this episode be called Serving Up Freedom? <laughs> I would hope so. Of course, the American says Serving Up Freedom. Well, I mean, it could not have been better. The transition from Grances, I'm so glad to see you, to instantly irritated. <laughs> well, it's Grances' superpower. Right? <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. Uh, the spoon goes into the lock, and you hear it, like, uh, you hear the mechanism go, and the door leans open. You push it open and step out into the hall, and there's a long hallway either side of you, and down at the end, off to your right as you step out, is a cracked open door. A little bit of light, looks like from a lantern or a torch, um, peering through. The three of you step out, and Grancis kind of tucks his book into his side bag, and says, Night Hunter is in here somewhere. I saw her. Then we should find Night Hunter. Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 149, starring Amy Moore as Thea and Night Hunter, Carla Maxted as Lipsinki, Tom Laird as Flint, with Kyle Classett as Varanox, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing by Carla Maxted, and sound design by Russ Moore. 
This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. And a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Perry Mady, Ongeron Kiersen, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, Destiny, and Old School Gamer D. Like what we do? Support the productions that we put together, like Dungeons & Dragons and Facing Fate, and get countless hours of amazing bonus content at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. That's it for now. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn around. Oh, yes. Thank you. That is better. Um, hey. Whoa, that's Amy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Everything that's coming out of my voice wants to be polite. Like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to be a bother, but... <laughs> Perhaps you could let me out of the cage now. Um, do you ever sometimes feel like you're in the middle of a game you don't know how to play? Yeah. Yeah. It's called life. <laughs> I was Deep talking man. to Thea Tabor. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. yeah. Like, yep. No, guys, I'm in character right now, but it's good to know everyone else is just as confused as I am in life. Good stuff. Okay. We, we have a baseline. This. We don't know oh, what's happening. I love it. We'll build off of it. Thea with the relatable content. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so home. much so, you guys didn't even know. Didn't even know. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What kind of woman becomes a pirate? From the makers of Mockery Manor. Violent, insane, not at all comely, and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum. Comes an adventure on the high seas. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? No, oh, no, please. I'm just a writer. I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. Inspired by the lives and loves of the pirates Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. You think you know me, Anne? Do you think I never got my hands dirty? Your mind's been so twisted. You think pirates deserve mercy? Did either of you ever meet Blackbeard? Everyone loves a rebel. They love to see him swing, too. Put your weapons away, both of you. Stop it! Oh, Anne and Mary! Fight like men! Or he'll hang like dogs! Starring Christina Bianco, Suze Kempner, Hamilton's Carl Queensborough, and more. Do they have tails? Somebody told me they have tails. Oh, I haven't seen a tail, your ladyship. The Ballad of Anne and Mary. Available now wherever you get podcasts.